gonna write a book about everything So many things that we can explore Document it in a series of podcasts I'm not sure what we're doing this for Flat 29's big book of everything Burn all the textbooks cause they're obsolete Flat 29 It's our attempt to rewrite history By making podcasts every other week Hi, I'm D-Pad Dan. I'm Commodore 64 Charlie. And I'm Rock Band Rich. And we are collectively known as Flat 29. Each week we add a new chapter to our big book of everything, gradually building up a comprehensive guide to everything in and around our universe. This week is Chapter 10, Video Games. Podcast. So unlike many previous chapters of Flat 29's Big Brick of Everything, this is a subject that we actually know something a bit about. But we are still anxious to make it accessible for all of our listeners, so for every reference to an obscure 90s Mega Drive game, we're going to try and endeavour to include one item that non-nerds will understand. So hopefully it's going to bring the bitterly warring factions of nerds and non-nerds together at last. I think that's the plan. We're trying to build some bridges here. But um, I think it's safe to say that we do enjoy video games then, right? How long have you guys been... uh, been gaming i've been gaming since uh, since the womb basically <laughs> what, what do you mean by that <laughs> clarify it that's an over what sort of games can you even play in the womb um womb raider <laughs> <laughs> come on <laughs> anyway a mega drive was my first um console that i bought i saved up all my pocket money i was allowed to go and buy a mega drive with sonic 2 that was my first game yeah. and we had a little black and white tv it wasn't it wasn't like the war or anything we were just <laughs> poor <laughs> so we had a black and white tv and um, i was allowed to play it for one hour at a time and anyone who's familiar with sonic 2 will know that you can't complete it in an hour and there's no right. save function <laughs> so I, I would never actually finish it i'd get up to the same point every time round about metropolis zone <laughs> then have to just quit and start again the next yeah. day kids these days they don't know they're born do they they can just <laughs> save and um put it down you know come back to the same spot later on i i they... purposefully go and delete all my brother's save games to give him a taste of what it used to be like <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible i had the same thing when i was little i saved up all my pennies and i went nice. and bought a game uh... boy but it was it was one i, I bought it from argos and they had, I think, for a bit more money, you could get it with a bundle of games. But I didn't have that much money. So what I did was I just bought the Game Boy. I didn't have any games. <laughs> <laughs> you just sat looking at it. I just used to turn it on and off and hear, like, when Nintendo thinking down the screen, it goes, budding. That was basically all I had. That was my computer game. That's just such a heartbreaking image. But um, what do you feel about, like, would you, would you call yourself a gamer? How would you feel about that if someone were to call you a gamer? I'm a, I call myself a casual gamer because yeah. I'm not like I don't get home and I'm like oh right I've got to get straight onto Call and Duty or else Call and Duty <laughs> no no one's like that you can tell I don't play Call, call of Duty what's that Call and you? Duty I love that one <laughs> you can tell I don't actually play that but I was just saying it so I looked good to people that yeah. are listening oh I love that Call and Duty what do you feel about the um, the sort of the politics of the whole thing because gamers or people who play games a lot get a bad rep I feel in society for being nerdy yeah they're looked down on as nerds 
uh, socially awkward people. I mean, that's only true 80% of the time. Yeah. I, I think I play quite a lot of computer games. I wouldn't necessarily brand myself a gaming nerd, but I think my actual amount of gaming I do would say otherwise. <laughs> I think there should be like a computer game rehab for people that are just too hardcore. Yeah, maybe it. there could be like a game version of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's like theme hospital. Theme hospital, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you're too addicted to gaming you, you have get... to go to theme hospital <laughs> and then you're diagnosed with like Elvis disease or whatever that was yeah. in that game oh everyone's heads are expanding <laughs> classic so um, do you guys play any games online then have you ever played any online games before yeah, it's quite fun. I enjoy shooting people I don't know in the face. As long as I'm winning, I enjoy it. <laughs> That's the whole problem, though, isn't it? Because I've only recently I've done online gaming because I just got the PlayStation 3 and I've been having a go on the football games because that's what I quite enjoy and there's so many good people that it yeah. just discourages me from playing so what I try and do is go on at a time that I know people that are rubbish will be on <laughs> what time like, that then? I don't know just the time that younger kids would play or something <laughs> it's like just after school yeah basically <laughs> you're saying but if you time it wrongly and it's during the day when it's unemployed people who do nothing but play this do you do um do you have like a microphone so you can talk to people while you're playing no but on one of my games um like a shooty game i like to just listen to what they're saying it's fun isn't it i like doing that just just sort of spectate and maybe you haven't played them at home basically you have like a you might be playing a shooting game where you're in a team or you're playing against people but you have a microphone so you can talk to those people and my favorite people you get are um people who just immediately unleash a barrage of like sexually aggressive swearing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> always fun <laughs> so and but my, my favorite people people are uh, you get uh, you get these a lot on on things that like i like to play left for dead which is a uh, co-op game where you're playing in a team with people and uh, every now and again you'll get someone who comes on who's a girl basically there are a few girls who play computer games sure they're, <laughs> they're not uh, massively widespread but whenever you do you always get some people going oh my god are you a girl <laughs> and then and then so, so, are you really a girl prove it <laughs> that sort of thing it's like <laughs> yeah it's teenage really boys just girl? being a Amazed that there's an actual real life girl. I like the way. How do they prove it? You're I don't really know. Girl, prove I don't it. know. How could you prove you're a girl just based on audio? Your voice is probably a giveaway if you're above a certain age. Yeah, but you could be a prepubescent boy. Yeah, see that that's the only letdown. But I don't. I'm just trying to think how we could <laughs> we could do that over the internet. They'll find a way. They'll, the internet always finds a way for these sort of things. Yeah. The internet's like sh- like water. It always it's the most powerful thing in the world. It'll always find a way. It always wins it's the next natural disaster the internet <laughs> is it what it's just gonna the seams of the internet are gonna break and <laughs> spill all over the population oh, God. there should be like a roland emmerich disaster film about that mm. and everyone just gets covered in lolcats <laughs> oh no no the internet's leaking <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I do like to play online games and I like the whole interaction with people because you get you start on a team with someone and you're randomly just thrown into these groups of people who you've never met and you don't know them or anything, but you immediately have something to talk about, which is the game and stuff like that. And yeah, it's good fun. And um, I've actually, I think this kind of leads us into our first song, really, our first song of the day. So let's hit it with some Flat 20 Rhymes. Time for another flat 29 hit A comedy song and then we'll talk for a bit 
damn girl, you're looking flat 20 fine But when we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes When we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes Sitting in the corner, dropping flat 20 rhymes Playing on our Game Boys, dropping flat 20 rhymes Cause actually we really need to level up our Pokemon Flat 20 Rhymes is a section where, each chapter, we make a brand new song based on the topic. This chapter, I've done a song, which is kind of for all of the romantic nerds out there. So that's nerds who are fans of romance. I would put myself in that category. Maybe you would too. It's basically a story of a love affair over the Xbox Live network. It's basically what you need to know is that the Xbox Live system is where you can play games with people online, talk to them through your headset mic, and the way that you talk and play games with people on Xbox Live is to invite each other into a party. So when you're in an Xbox Live party, you can talk and play games with each other. Right. Here is an Xbox Live romance. When you first spoke to me, back on Call of Duty 3, you topped the leaderboard of everything that I adored. Your skills surpassed the rest. Accepted my friend request Now every day I talk to you While playing Modern Warfare 2 You might live on the other side of the world to me But when you spoke to me Always felt so close to me Thousands of miles across the land and sea It didn't seem so far Staring at your avatar We'll stay together forever in our Xbox Live party. Feel so alive when I'm in party chats with you. Our story's like a fable too. I can see your halo through the nights while you are in my head. Cause without you I'm left for dead Cues of your heart move with mine I burn out when you're not online Dead or alive I'll stay true And won't fall out of love with you I'd do anything to make you mine Wish we could talk all i kiss you through my headset mind Cause girl you are my fantasy star online You make my heart explode Let's live our lives in co-op mode I love that. That's so it's good. It's very romantic, isn't it? If nothing else. <laughs> you know how when you start a comedy song and then forget that it's comedy <laughs> yeah. and spend ages trying to get the harmonies exactly right and forgetting to put any jokes in? <laughs> this sounds amazing. But it? it's, yeah, it's a tale of romance, certainly. <laughs> and it's very densely packed with nerdy references. So hopefully some people out there it will has, have got yeah. some of them. If you don't, just enjoy the sweeping yeah, strings. Because <laughs> that'll be number one next week. Hey, where do we lie? Top of the pops, Dan. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your new light exclamation <laughs> top of the pops that was great <laughs> <laughs>
let's talk a little bit about simulation games. So this is games where it basically simulates a real life experience. So things like sports games are a massive corner of the market. Yeah. Football games, racing games, all that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think of these sort of games? Simulation games, do you enjoy them? Grand Theft Auto is amazing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sort of more talking about the, the ones that are just a simulation of, of a real life experience you could probably go out and do quite easily. Like a football manager game. Like a football game. manager game or a golf game. You know, the ones that are a bit more boring than that, Charlie. Yeah, boring games, basically. Oh, there's a lot of them on the <laughs> Nintendo DS. Because obviously most of the games at the moment that sort of simulation games, you think of sports games or those those other sort of things like that. But um, what other kind of simulation games can we think of that would sort of accurately simulate a real-life experience but in the form of a computer game? What do you think? I've got one. Go it for could it. be called Awkward Situation. Right. Right. Talk and me through it. what it does is um, it puts you in all sorts of awkward situations, <laughs> funny enough. Like what? Um, What's right, level one? So here's one. Right, um, your XXX girlfriend who you really hate, you bump into them in the supermarket, or you, yeah. get, you get to choose what you do do you ignore them, or do you uh, walk past them and do a slight glimpse, <laughs> or do you just totally blank them? And then, depending on what choice you do, it could work out good or bad. Is this just your life, Rich? Basically, you just... <laughs> it's my life. Yeah. You're just describing your life. So, I am one of those sorts of people that I just tend to avoid any sort of conversation with someone from the past <laughs> someone from the past well like a Victorian man <laughs> no like my past not past so what's the cut off point for this anyone who you haven't seen for what two years anyone who I haven't seen for a couple of years forget I'll just about it for the rest of my life <laughs> no I don't mean that but just people I I'm a bit it. worried now I'm going to have to make sure I see you regularly otherwise you're just going to forget about you me and start blanking gone. me <laughs> Yeah, but like, it's just awkward, isn't it? Like, those sorts of people, like, you knew at primary school and then you walk yeah. past and you're like, gonna go, oh, hi, oh, hi. Uh, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> Better just pretend they never exist. Hey, I think it is, to be honest. Maybe Fair I'm enough. just this freak. I think I'm a social freak. We've strayed. So that's what the game's called, anyway. Social freak. Social freak is the name now. <laughs> that sounds But it good. could be more, it could be ever stuff than that. It could be like, you're naked. Right. And, um, <laughs> someone's taken all your clays and they've put you in like a children's playground and you have to escape from the situation. <laughs> you have to that. adequately explain what you're doing to the parents of the school. <laughs> and if you don't quite get it right, you go to jail. It's like Grand Theft Auto. Sounds like a horrible game. These are the sort of situations that I play games to get away from. <laughs> well, how about um, in, on a similar sort of vein, actually, I was thinking like you could have a computer game that actually simulates like a PE lesson in school rather than you know the full on uh, premiership football experience so like the first level is in a changing room and at the side of the screen you have a sort of awkwardness level indicator which you have to try and keep <laughs> down by exposing the minimum amount of bare flesh you always have a towel on top of you if you let your towel slip I then know. the awkwardness indicator goes up and uh, you have to stay away from bigger boys who are hitting each other with towels <laughs> and uh, the other sort of level on the side of the screen is the homoerotic tension indicator which you have to keep Keep down as well, <laughs> except except um, except if you're playing the girls' version, where you're actively encouraged to keep the homoerotic tension indicator at the highest possible level. <laughs> but that's what I've been left to believe by pornography, anyway.
I think now seems as good a time as any to announce the results of our mask-based poll. You ready for this, guys? I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. So if you didn't hear last week's uh, chapter on fashion, we were talking a little bit about uh, Flat 29 merchandise, I think, and we're talking about the possibility of having masks of our faces. Why not? Who wouldn't want that? And we opened up a poll to the listeners to say, whose face would you rather have and wear on a mask? But um, yeah, so we've had a few votes in, and I can now reveal, in reverse order, the winner of the mask poll. Here we go. Which, to be fair, you've waited horribly against yourself. Yeah, I put up some pictures to show people uh, what we looked like, but as we were sort of joking in the, in the episode, I obviously was putting up the pictures so I could choose bad pictures of Rich and Charlie, which I did. I chose the worst possible pictures I could find of Rich and Charlie and a beautiful one of me enshrined in a halo. <laughs> <laughs> so I hoped that by doing this kind of waiting and making myself look amazing and the others look terrible, everyone would vote for me. But I can reveal that in last place... With 21% of the vote was, in fact, me. Oh, oh my God. Bloody listeners. Thanks for nothing. I was not expecting that. Well done, listeners. That's, that's excellent. Good work, people. Good work. So, anyway, uh, let's move on to second place with 32% of the vote. Second place... I'm going to leave a dramatic pause. Oh, my God, I can see the tension. It was Charlie! 32% of the votes, which means our winner of the mask poll was Rich with a whopping 47% of the votes. So, this means that Rich is the person who people would most like to have on a mask to wear over their face. And as promised, I've made some masks. Here you go, Rich. Oh, wow, that's amazing. There you go. So, uh, obviously, listeners can't see us at home. I'm going to put up some uh, pictures of myself and Rich sitting in the studio wearing our Rich masks. Basically, what you've got is a photo of Rich. The eyes are cut out and um, it's taped to the back of a wooden spoon and it's on a packet of cereal, like, to get the cardboard. For some (laughs) reason, I resemble Wolverine. (laughs) You're very hairy in this picture. Very hairy in it. (laughs) But it's great. And I'm going to put a template for this mask on the website and I'm going to put the picture of us wearing it so if you go on down to flat29.com slash podcast then click on chapters you should see next to the um, information about this chapter video games you'll see some picture links and they'll, they'll give you the templates Rich is now staring at me wearing a mask of his own face and it's really uh, disconcerting it fits me like a glove <laughs> Anyway, what you've got to do is get on down to our website, print up a picture of Rich's face, then wear it over your face and send us a picture of you doing that. Send those pictures into podcast at flat29.com and we will love you forever. Let's talk a little bit about exciting games peripherals. Now, these have been going on for a long time. And what we mean by games peripherals are things that you plug into your computer that will help you play that game. So back in the uh, days of Mega Drive and stuff, you used to have guns that you could plug in, didn't you? Like a gun controller. Mm -hmm. And you could play games where you had to shoot people on screen. Point blank. Point blank, exactly. Also, there are things like, uh, obviously, we've got the Rock Band controllers now. We've got uh, the Wii with the tennis racket style things. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. So what's going to be the next exciting plug-in peripheral that you can use with your games? You know those games that are like Jamie's Kitchen and shit like that, and it's got recipes that it'll talk you through? Maybe you could get something that comes with that that's like a replica of an onion, and you have to unpeel it and chop it finely. 
um, and somehow it rates you and you can put it all back together again afterwards. <laughs> I like the idea of an onion controller. <laughs> and then you could upgrade to... A Swede. Yeah, or something like that, or a pineapple or something. <laughs> and if you get all of the sets of globe vegetables, that seems to be what we're contemplating yeah. on, then uh, you can make an amazing dish. <laughs> so yeah, onion controller, I like it. What about you, Charlie? Have you got any ideas for new peripherals? I reckon they should go into like history games and they should have, uh, you know, like... Uh, Archaeology, and so they get like a, a soft brush. That's and, good. Uh, I like it. Like a, you know, on the DS where you can blow into it. Yeah. They have that to blow away the dust to uncover new things. So you basically blow into a little sensor and dust away. If you blow too hard, you damage it and it loses value. But the idea is to try and you know uncover ancient Egypt. I mean, it's not going to be the most action-packed game ever, is it? Well, no, no. You see, because it can be. Because what happens is yeah. you uncover an ancient curse, and ah. uh, you know, like Anubis arises, and you start getting chased with like dog-headed. People come after you, and then see. Also, there's a whole set of peripherals. <laughs> there's a thing you blow into in the soft brush. There's also a sword for when you have to fight the dog-headed uh, servants of Anubis. Who see, come I, <laughs> I I like the idea that you actually have to fight the dog-headed. Uh, what were they? I like the idea that you have to fight the dog-headed the servants, servants of Anubis. Of Anubis. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that you have to fight the dog-headed servants of Anubis with the soft brush, but you have to turn it into an offensive weapon, like maybe use the hard end <laughs> and just start brushing them frantically. Take that, dog-headed servants of Anubis. I think um, you should have like... <laughs> you should have like a rubber man's head that you have to punch. <laughs> <laughs> and the game's okay. called Punch. <laughs> Is that part of Wii Sports? Yeah, so it's right. a bit like the boxing, but you actually punch a fake rubber head. Can you get it personalised so it looks like you know your yeah, maths teacher or you something? Can, yeah, personalise it to be someone that you hate. That'd be good. How about a controller shaped like a pet? So it's like Tamagotchi, but your controller is, is shaped like a dog. What, so you like stroke it? And yeah, stuff. but if you stroke it too hard, it dies. <laughs> <laughs> what about a peripheral that's a sunbed? Um, okay. And then you get in the sunbed and you get more points for the better time that you get. But if you stay in too long, you get virtual cancer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you can't ever play the game again. Who's been getting in touch with us? Let's look at the letters page. So let's see who's been getting in touch with us over the last two weeks since our fashion-themed episode. Now, we've had a few letters in, uh, not just relating to the fashion-themed episode, but relating to a whole host of our um, older podcast episodes. All the way back in Chapter 5, Fear, we made some political adverts about each other and encouraged you to vote for which one of us should run the country. Now, uh, we got a very brief and uh, trite email from uh, listener Breeze. I think that's how you pronounce it? Breeze? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He sent us this wonderful email saying... the following i think none of you would be good to run the country we'd probably end up starving right now i have i have issue with this as elected leader <laughs> uh-oh this is going to be another uh-oh. section of charlie berates the listenership <laughs> this is this is charlie denounces the listenership right. <laughs> i think you're fined uh, no <laughs> that's your catchphrase charlie <laughs> i think you're fine i think you will find that no leader of a country in fact tills the soil with their own hand they are a in effect administrative leader they they do the paperwork they organize it and somebody else does it you know they they do the actual manual labor and you go that's good and tick the box 
You're criticising us for our, our lack of ability to grow things for ourselves, but as statesmen of the country, that isn't in itself a problem. We wouldn't starve. We'd get other people to do it for us. I think, Charlie, I think you've simplified the work of... Uh... <laughs> Of, of the, the Prime Minister to just box ticking. It's like an administrative <laughs> job there. It's like, one day I aspire to be the Prime Minister. Well, it's it like is. multiple choice, basically. It's basically data entry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I like the way that Charlie Gays with a... He's definitely a negative comment. Yeah, because we so, weren't yeah. sure whether whether Breeze was joking about that. But uh, thank you very much for your email, whichever the way. Either it was a light-hearted, fun email, or it was our first hate mail. And either way, we're happy. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, we got another email in uh, relating to our um, movies, Chapter 7, uh, where we talked about taking food into the cinema. An email came in from listener Ian saying the following. I've just moved to Australia and found out they have special movie screens over here called Gold Class. In these cinemas, not only can you bring in any food, but you can order takeaway and have a butler-type chap to bring it to you whilst reclining in a Lazy Boy-style chair. Moreover, you can drink. Not just overpriced fizzy drink, but overpriced butler-bought alcoholic drinks. Australia rocks. <laughs> Agreed. I was um, I was in Australia, when, I think, when they actually first introduced this gold-class uh, range in the George Street Cinema in Sydney. So props, Ian, if you've been there. <laughs> From all the enormous posters about this gold-class, uh, it looks like absolute luxury. Unfortunately, I was very poor and was having to eat meals at the time like pasta and peanut butter to survive, so I couldn't justify paying $40 to go <laughs> to uh, see Resident Evil. There's no way you had that as a meal. <laughs> no, I genuinely did. Pasta and peanut butter, it's like a um, satay sauce. But budget. <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. Um, I want to go to Australia now. It's great. Isn't previously, it? I was afraid, but now I'm not. <laughs> Ian also adds in regards to something we mentioned on chapter 8 DIY and gardening, we were talking a bit about cats dressed as beefy to guards guarding our allotment. Again, it made sense at the time, but Ian also adds the following. In regards to your mention of cats being dressed as beefy to guards, attached is a picture of my cat who at night dresses as a police officer and patrols the house deterring burglars. And Ian has attached an amazing picture of his cat wearing a little policeman's hat and a little policeman's uh, jumper. <laughs> that is so good. I love it. It's truly amazing, that picture. It's We're going to put that picture up on our website. You can see it. If you go to the chapter section of our website, you'll see the picture link there. Have a look at Ian's cat in what I would only describe as a very sad pose. <laughs> That's one of the things that I really like about the picture. It's fun. Fun, but also melancholy. I think this country needs more cats on the beat. <laughs> <laughs> Who polices the cat world now? No one. It's anarchy. Exactly, yeah. It's like 1930s America and the speakeasy. It is. It's exactly like that. Leave cats with unfettered catnip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ian, would you be prepared to put your cat up as the first sort of candidate for this new scheme? Get your cat out on the beat, policing your community, and if that works well, we'll see it is instated nationwide. Yeah, give it a go. Maybe you could picture your cat with the mask of my face. I don't know how that would help but I would love to see it finally we have one more message from uh, regular contributor listener Claire who sends a lovely long and involved message which can be viewed on our Facebook page mentioning a number of her fashion disasters such as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle outfit worn on a year 5 sports day and some classic market replica Nick trainers but she goes on to say I now care very little about what others would think about my fashion sense I was told a few weeks ago that anyone who knew me would be able to walk into a shop and preempt every purchase that I'd make. I take this as a compliment. I'm not sure why you'd see it as a compliment, though. 
Well, that you're predicting just because she doesn't give a shit. I think that's a good attitude, isn't it? It is, isn't it? But I think that the most fashionable people are often the people who don't care about what they look like because they're just effortlessly fashionable. But also, by the same token, the least fashionable people have the same outlook. So it really depends on whether you have natural (laughs) style, isn't it? It's natural style. So let's get back into some flat 20 rhymes. These are songs that we've created in the week about the subject. Rich has done a song for us as well this week. We've got double songs. Rich, what's your song about? My song's called Without My Mega Drive, and it's all about a sad tale of someone whose mega drive is horribly taken away from him. Okay, let's have a listen to that now. is all wet and will not function properly what will I do now you've ruined all my fun it's gonna cost a fortune to buy another one and that's when I began to cry you didn't intend oh we are my Sega Mega Drive Said it doesn't matter, and that you buy me an Xbox instead. But without my Mega Drive, I'd rather be dead. Oh, I was halfway through streets of rain. My top scores on micro machines have been erased Sonic the Hedgehog and FIFA 94 They just don't make games like that anymore And that's when I began to cry You didn't intend, oh we on my Sega Mega Drive Said it doesn't matter And that you buy me an Xbox instead But without my Mega Drive I'd rather be dead Beautiful. That was incredibly moving. I like that. It's good. I'm, I'm actually surprised that neither of you guys uh, have just whatever song you did just vocoder or an auto-tune I mean it's, it's the cliche thing to do but I was really waiting for something that was just like yeah computer games here is the voice <laughs> of the computer yeah, it was tempting to just make some Game Boy beats but we both obviously strayed away from that and made uh, emotional very emotional <laughs> songs and I think that reflects how we feel about computer yeah, games doesn't it really <laughs> that's very good though I think it is it's a yearning of lost love can I, just, <laughs> can I call it that <laughs> I think you can yeah think you, you can. can thanks Challenge Charlie, let's take away his dignity and pride. Challenge Charlie, we'll make him do whatever we decide. Challenge Charlie, give him a pointless task, he can't say no. Challenge Charlie, he'll do it or he won't be on the next show. So Challenge Charlie is the section where each chapter we give Charlie a challenge, he has to do that challenge, or he will be ejected from the podcast. Now, Charlie, your challenge this week is kind of a challenge which is going to be ongoing for the next two weeks up until our next chapter. 
But um, it's a unique challenge, and it's not just for you, Charlie. It's also for Rich and for all of the listeners, okay? It's Ooh. a universal challenge that everyone can take part in, and the winner will win an amazing Flat 29 prize. Now, we haven't exactly decided what it's going to be yet, but we are going to find some sort of prize which we're going to send to you. It's going to be totally worth it. It's like we're all together in the sauna. <laughs> Is it? And, uh, in what way? And we're just going to sweat it out. <laughs> You don't even know what the challenge is yet. <laughs> but yes, so basically the challenge is sauna-based. <laughs> no, it's not. The challenge this week is a Sonic 1-based challenge, and it's essentially beat my time on level 1 Green Hill of Sonic 1. Now, you can get hold of Sonic 1. If you've got an iPhone, you can get onto the App Store, find Sonic 1. It's something like £3, but it's totally worth it. If you've got an old Mega Drive, that's amazing. Uh, you can get it on Xbox Live. Also, I found an online version which you can get to by going to www.sonic.flat29.com and you'll see an online version of Sonic 1. And my time for level 1 of Green Hill, I'm going to post up my screenshot, is 34 seconds seconds okay 34 seconds for level one now that is fast i'm pretty sure i've beaten that i'm pretty good but it's not unbeatable so what you got to do is get onto the website play sonic one try and beat my score of 34 seconds and get a screenshot okay a screenshot press your print screen button on your computer or just take a picture with a camera of the screen anything like that but a screenshot of your final time at the end of the level so this is a a challenge obviously for people who are experts at sonic one already but also because it's just the one level just play it over and over again, basically. You'll get there. You'll get brilliant at it. I want to see everyone taking part in this challenge. See, Send your entries, your pictures, to podcast at flat29.com. We will collate them, and the winner will get an amazing prize. See, I'm actually sitting here, and I'm physically limbering up as I'm reaching. I don't know how. It's not going to help me in the slightest, but I'm proper stretching out. Charlie's foaming at the mouth and ready to go. This is tough words. This is, this is... I'm not foaming at the mouth. There's no, you know, rabid enthusiasm for it. It's simply pure, you know... Just normal enthusiasm. Well, Charlie's doing some big talk here. Listeners, you can beat him. I want you to beat him. I don't want Charlie to win. He wins bloody everything. Everything. (laughs) Let's give him a week of no wins. Um, well, I'm going to review a game called Family Feud, which is a game for the SNES. Uh, it's, it's a 1993 game for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. It follows the premise of the American TV show of the same name, uh, where two families are pit against each other in a contest aimed at getting the results of a public survey. So it's basically like, um, what's it called here again? Family Fortunes? Yeah. Family Fortunes. Family Fortunes. It's the American version of that, but made into a computer game. So you're in like a turn-based thing and you're asked a question. You've got to guess what would the public say in the results of a survey so like family fortunes and they just have some of the most bizarre questions i've written down a few that i've come across during my playing of the game family feud so this is a question i got asked name something personal of yours that you deliberately burn <laughs> and you have to guess you you have to guess by just typing in some letters and obviously if you spell it wrong it doesn't count you have to type in and guess exactly what it is that people would have said on the survey what would you guess for that my incriminating evidence evidence not on there I'll tell you the answers Uh, number one letters obviously pictures diary credit card how are you going to burn a credit card (laughs) Uh, old clothes but (laughs) I wouldn't burn any of those things (laughs) I'll be honest but that's a good question there's a whole host of these amazing questions name something people stay home to wait for I tried death it wasn't on there (laughs) Um, (laughs) name something a man owns that he hates other people to play with what's your immediate reaction to that 
Christina. Obviously. <laughs> a first guess. Cock. Not on there. But interestingly, at number seven on the list was Shotgun. That sounds quite Americanized, to be fair. Yeah, I think to get a good picture of people who answered these surveys, what they're sort of like at this time, uh, and what sort of answers you're trying to guess, this was a question, who is the best person alive today? And this was the survey answers. Reagan. Number one, George Bush. <laughs> George Bush Senior, but still. George Bush. Number two, as you say, Charlie, Reagan. Right in there. <laughs> so these are the best people alive. Bush, Reagan. Uh, they go for Pope John Paul II. Donald Trump at number six. Really? The best people alive today? Uh, we in England get a look in at number nine with Princess Diana. So that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> but these are the sort of people we're dealing with. When did this game come out? 93. It's made by uh, Republicans, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it stinks of Republicanism. So um, you go through the game with all of these kind of bizarre questions and it very quickly takes a kind of strange sexist turn and you get a whole swathe of questions about women. <laughs> right. For example, name something a woman does to feel better after a bad haircut. The answers that they went for are go shopping, restyle hair, wear a hat, cry or eat sweets it's just like what do women do when they have a bad haircut oh yeah they just cry yeah bloody women uh here's some more questions name something that women worry about <laughs> the state of the economy no obviously not weight family hair and looks uh, <laughs> um, uh, this is this is one this is my favorite what living creature frightens women most <laughs> What do you think, guys? What living creature frightens women most? Bear. Bear. Bear's not on there. Number one with 48% is snake. Is that well known? <laughs> That's like weird sexism. That's I sexism so. I didn't even know about. <laughs> women? God, they hate snakes. Uh, a couple more here. Tell me something you think about women who wear glasses. <laughs> Geeky. Well, the second answer is simply not sexy. <laughs> it's important to mention that these uh, aren't the views of Flat 29. This is the views of uh, 90s SNES games. <laughs> Name something that a picky girl always finds wrong with her date. Picky girls, eh? They're always finding something wrong. What do you think they find wrong with with the date? They're ugly. Well, that's looks is the second one yeah. down, certainly. It's cheap. The cheap is on there as well. But what I like is a couple down is personality. Are you really that picky if you don't like someone's personality? God, I hate that guy's personality. Oh, you're so picky. <laughs> He's fine. So there we go. If you want some good old-fashioned sexist fun, I suggest getting Family Feud for the snares. Probably very cheap these days. So that was it. That was the Flat 29's Big Book of Everything chapter on video games. Now, if you want to get in touch with us with your pictures of yourself wearing the rich mask or your pictures of your Sonic 1 level 1 time, please send them to podcast at flat29.com or if you prefer things like Facebook, you can get on down to our Facebook group, Flat 29's Big Book of Everything, and post them up there. We should say a special hello to those of you listening to the podcast syndicated over at internet radio station Net Radio UK or at Error FM Channel 1 Personality Radio, a fantastic radio station that have just started syndicating our feed as well. So we'll be back in two weeks with Chapter 11. We'll see you then. Goodbye! Bye! Flat 29's Big Book of Everything Another topic down, a million's to go We've covered that in enormous detail There's nothing else you could possibly want to know
I've got that game, Charlie. Do you want it? I know. It's awesome. <laughs> Do you remember I gave you your Oh, did you did I give that to you? No. No. Because no, you, you know I, I gave you no. that. Yeah, I've got it. I hardly ever played on it, but that was a really good game. Anyway, this isn't the podcast. <laughs> this is just to clarify, this is not the podcast. <laughs> this is just trash. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right, podcast.